Is Arkansas About to Protect or Weaken Religious Freedom? By popular demand, I'm going to take a serious look at Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment that's on the ballot this coming Tuesday on the special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn. We are the show that pushes back against the Uniparty and lets you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 275 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show for Friday, November 4th, 2022. Just so you understand where I'm coming from, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. More evidence comes out all the time that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. Also, I will never call Joe Biden president because it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. I will never pretend a man can become a woman, and I will never forget about the January 6th political prisoners most Republican politicians refuse to even mention. And August 8th, 2022, the day the Biden regime's secret police conducted an unprecedented and unconstitutional raid on the home of a former president of the United States is a day that shall live in infamy. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you would like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. All right, let's take a look at Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. So, a friend of mine named Jan Morgan, who challenged Governor Hutchinson in the Republican primary in 2018, challenged Senator Bozeman in the Republican primary in 2022, and who has my utmost respect. I interviewed her several times on my radio show. I would run into her on the campaign trail when I was running for the Republican nomination for governor myself, and I'm a big fan of Jan Morgan. And so recently, she did a Facebook Live video expressing her concerns and reservations about Issue 3 and why she voted against it. And I watched the video, and it made a powerful lot of sense to me. And so here I am thinking, well, let me see, who uh, who sponsored this amendment anyway? Oh, State Senator Jason Rapert. Okay, well, he's a good guy too. I like Senator Rapert. I would run into him a lot on the campaign trail when he was um, running for Republican nomination for lieutenant governor. I had interviewed him also. And so I'm thinking, well, unless he's got a really good answer to what Jan Morgan's saying, I'm going to have to vote against issue three when I go to the uh, the polling place on Tuesday. I don't do the early voting. You know, they tell people in the blue states, of course, Arkansas is a red state, they tell people in the blue states, hey, 
Don't vote until Election Day. Don't early vote. Don't let them know how many, you know, votes they need to get to cheat, you know. Of course, I mean, that's the blue states. That's the swing states. But still, I just think it's a good idea. I think voting on Election Day is a time-honored principle. So, you know, I... um, I didn't realize that people were going to start reaching out to me saying, well, Doc, what about this issue three? I was going to make up my mind by Tuesday. But a lot of people are conflicted. And so people have been reaching out to me wanting to know what I thought. So I'm going to play a few minutes of Jan's Facebook Live, and then we'll look at what Senator Rapert is saying, and maybe we can get to the bottom of this, okay? So here is Jan Morgan from a few days ago on her Facebook Live explaining why she voted against Amendment 3, or Issue 3, that is, the Arkansas uh, Religious Freedom Amendment, Issue 3. It's something that uh, Senator Rapert sponsored in the Senate, uh, Jimmy Gasway sponsored in the House, and if a majority of Arkansans who go to the polls vote for it, then it will become a constitutional amendment, you know, a part of the Arkansas State Constitution. Anyway, here's my good friend Jan Morgan. I want to talk about issue three because uh, since I posted, I had no intention originally of posting my position on any of the amendment issues on the ballot in Arkansas. But so many people were calling me and asking me questions because there were opposing people within our own party on uh, on opposing views on some of the very issues that, that Republicans put forward. So. Look, I'm just going to tell you how my position is based on my knowledge, and then you decide what's best for you. But issue three is critical because I think uh, I know, I know what's at stake here. I want you to pretend like, what if the Second Amendment, what if you were asked today to go to the polls and vote on an amendment to the Second Amendment to the Bill of Rights? What if you were told they were going to add this phrase? There's the regular verbiage, the last part of the Second Amendment, which is the right of the people uh, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, and then add this phrase. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed except for the furtherance of a compelling government interest. Wow. So I heard that. I'm like, hey, hey. We don't want any exceptions. Shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed, right? Here's more. Would you still vote for that? Would you concede that power to your government? Absolutely not. That they could infringe on your rights if they, if the government felt there was a compelling government interest. Do you do you trust your government? I- no, I don't. I, I don't trust my government. Well, that's exactly what issue three is doing. I'm gonna, I want you to listen to what the state constitution guarantees us in the area of religious liberty. This is straight from the state constitution, Arkansas state constitution, article two. Listen to this, this section. 
no, well, let me start. All men, all men have a natural and indefeasible right to worship Almighty God according to the dictates of their own conscience. Okay, wait a minute. I got to look up indefeasible. Because until I heard her say that, I had never heard that word in my life. Indefeasible means not able to be lost, annulled, or overturned. Man, they sure did use different words back then than they do now. 1868, over 150 years ago. All right, here's more Jan Morgan. And then it goes on to say, no human authority. Did you get that, folks? This is our state constitution as it stands right now. No human authority can, in any case or manner whatsoever, control or interfere with the right of conscience. This says, our Arkansas state constitution says, no government authority, no one can interfere with your right of conscience regarding your religious liberty. But do you know what Amendment 3 does? Issue 3 concedes that power to the government. Listen to what Issue 3 says. You don't have to be a lawyer to understand this, although I've discussed it with some lawyers, but, but listen to this. Listen to this. A constitutional amendment to create the Arkansas Religious Freedom Act. Well, that sounds good, except we already have religious freedom in, in Arkansas. The only reason our religious freedom was infringed and the government got by with it during the pandemic is because no one legally challenged them. And the reason citizens don't legally challenge the government is because most citizens don't have the money to hire a legal team to fight against a government that our tax dollars will pay lawyers to fight against you. See, we Ain't that the truth? That's a mess. We're fighting against ourselves. We spend money to fight against the government. So so that's the reason the government beat us out during COVID and violated our constitutional rights in a number of areas. Religious liberty is one of them. But listen to this. Amendment 3, Issue 3, says to provide that the government may never burden a person's freedom of religion except, see, here's that word, except. The government may never burden the person's freedom of religion except. Now, listen to this except. This exception is not in our Constitution, but it's in this issue. It says, except in the rare circumstance that the government demonstrates that application of the burden to the person is in furtherance of a compelling government interest and is in their least restrictive means. What has the government shown you about their concern about government interest? This this doesn't say in compelling in a furtherance of compelling people interest, the people at large interest. It says government interest. Government interest. So what, why would I concede my religious liberty to a government that has already shown itself on the state and federal level in many states and in our country? That the government puts your liberty at the bottom of its priority list. Amen. I can't argue with that. So 
I understand there's a lot of confusion out there because some of my my uh, friends in the legislature, some uh, organizations that I support and stand with and still do, uh, disagree on this issue. I, I'm not denigrating anyone. I will not denigrate any Christian who votes their conscience on this issue. I just want to make sure that instead of listening to what other people say, I mean, I had somebody, I had a senator call me this afternoon and he said, Jen, who are you listening to on this? I'm getting a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure to change my position on this from a number of different entities. And I have yet to have anyone, no one has been able to tell me why this is acceptable, giving the government, the government, giving the government the ability to demonstrate that the application of the burden to the person is in furtherance of a compelling government interest. Yeah, this is this is very troubling. Just apply that to any of your rights. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, except for the furtherance of compelling government interest. Your right to unreasonable, to not face unreasonable search and seizure shall not be infringed except for the furtherance of compelling government interest. This is like red flag laws on your religious liberty. And on top of all that, if you're a Republican, our party platform is very specific about whose interest we should be concerned about, and it's not the government. Look at this. We believe, the Republican Party platform, state platform, says we believe in individual freedom, not government or corporate liberty over individual liberty. It says individual freedom and liberty secured by a limited government. Look at that. Individual freedom and liberty secured by a limited government. So how is giving government more power over your individual religious liberty, how is that limiting government? It's not. It's not, folks. I'm not alone in this position. I've talked to pastors who understand and agree with me. You know, we, I support religious liberty, folks. I'm a Christian. I'm a conservative Christian constitutionalist. Republican. Have been my entire life. All right. Now, her Facebook Live went on and on and on about twice that long, but I think she she made the point. And I think she made the point very eloquently in a very compelling manner. So we're going to see what Senator Rapert said. We're going to see what the Arkansas Family Council said. But, I mean, I'm sitting there going, amen. I don't trust our government. Why do we want to give them that power, et cetera, et cetera? So, let's see what Senator Rayford said. Let's see what Arkansas Family Council said. Coming right up. In the meantime, thank you again to our advertisers, our partners, our friends, for making it possible for us to do what we do day in, day out, now into our second year. If you have tried to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage that you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom. 
the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they will drive it to you, no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can determine what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door. No matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be so glad you did. Speaking about being glad, I am so glad I switched from one of the big cellular carriers to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar they earn to organizations that fight for causes you care about. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage. They use the same towers the main carriers use. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes as well as multi-line users. i got to tell you something. I'm not a veteran. I'm not a first responder hero. But I am saving a lot of money with Patriot Mobile. And in times like these, with the Biden inflation, everybody can use some help with their monthly bills. Also, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're shifting your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given right to freedom. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Switching to Patriot Mobile is so easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. Now, if you're a conservative-owned business tired of seeing your hard-earned dollars go to corporate woke agendas, Patriot Mobile now offers competitive business plans. 
to suit companies of any size. Switch to Patriot Mobile Business. Learn more at business.patriotmobile.com or call their 100% U.S.-based member services team at 469-FREEDOM. Use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. That's business.patriotmobile.com or 469-FREEDOM. Give them a call. You'll be glad you did. Okay, so my buddy Jan Morgan, I think, made a very compelling case against Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. So, let's see what the other side is saying. I guess we should start with the Arkansas Family Council. They have a... uh, they got a video out explaining issue three. It's about a less than a minute and a half long, and then we'll say what. Uh, then we'll check out and see what uh, Senator Jason Rapert is saying on Facebook. So here is the Arkansas Family Council. This is news from Family Council. This November, voters will decide whether or not to add the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment to the state's constitution. The Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment would guarantee that state and local laws will not infringe on religious liberty, enshrines protections for religious freedom into the Arkansas Constitution, provide people with legal recourse if the government infringes their religious freedoms, and maintain balance in situations in which religious liberty conflicts with a compelling governmental interest. In 2015, the Arkansas legislature passed Act 975, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. It protects religious liberty without hampering the government's ability to maintain law and order. Act 975 is nearly identical to religious freedom laws passed at the federal level and in most states. It says the government cannot substantially burden a person's religious liberty unless it is necessary to further a compelling governmental interest and the government uses the least restrictive means possible to further its compelling interest. But Act 975 is a state law. It is not part of the Arkansas Constitution. The Arkansas legislature could amend Act 975 anytime, and a court could strike it down if challenged. The Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment writes religious freedom into the Arkansas Constitution, making it harder for politicians to endanger our religious liberties. Family Council, promoting, protecting, and strengthening traditional family values in Arkansas. Visit us. All right, wait, 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 wait. That's enough. That didn't help at all. Now, it came out seven months ago. So there's no way that it would address Jan Morgan's concerns. I mean, but that just didn't help at all. If I was in charge... of the Arkansas Family Council's YouTube page. And I had paid a guy to read those words and put it on a video. I would have, before we did that, before we put it up on YouTube, I would have gone back to him and said, hey, hey, pal, um, how about doing that much slower? Because that's just going to go right by everybody. It's like wallpaper. Nobody's going to get what you're saying because you're talking way too fast. 
like a southern version of Ben Shapiro. I'm I'm sorry. I just I just can't. Oh, what's this? Okay, they do have something more recent. All right, let's check and see. This is from nine days ago. And it's much shorter than the one I just played for you. That one's a minute and a half. This is about a minute long. Let's see what they say. This is news from Family Council. On two- oh, boy, same guy. He's going to be talking too fast, but we'll check it out anyway. From Family Council. On Tuesday, a representative of Alliance Defending Freedom confirmed to Family Council that the organization supports Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. Alliance Defending Freedom is a Christian nonprofit organization. Their attorneys specialize in defending religious freedom, free speech, the sanctity of human life, parental rights, and biblical marriage and family. Issue 3 is a constitutional amendment that protects religious liberty in Arkansas. Issue 3 would guarantee that state and local laws will not infringe religious liberty and provide people with legal recourse if the government infringes their religious freedoms. The amendment also maintains balance in situations in which religious liberty conflicts with a compelling governmental interest. Earlier this year, FRC Action, an affiliate of Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., endorsed Issue 3. Family Council Action Committee is currently campaigning for the passage of Issue 3 in Arkansas. Family Council, promoting, protecting, and strengthening. All right, again, talking way too fast. Did you get any of that? Because it just went right by me, and it certainly doesn't address Jan Morgan's concern about why should there be an exception to our First Amendment right to freedom pardon me, our First Amendment right to religion, our freedom of religion right in the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in, I think it's Article 2 of the Arkansas Constitution. Why is there an exception for a compelling government reason? We don't trust the government. So family council's videos don't in any way address that concern. Okay, I mean... But we haven't given um, Senator Rapert his say. On November 1st, Tuesday, November 1st, he went on Facebook and said, please read, and yet another religious liberty expert contradicts the lies and misinformation being spread about Arkansas ballot issue 3. He says, issue 3 has been publicly endorsed by Matt Staver, of Liberty Council, I'm happy to see the most trusted religious liberty experts in America setting the record straight. Okay, so Matthew Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council out of Orlando, says, I support Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. This amendment will provide much-needed protection for religious freedom rights as a constitutional litigator for more than three decades, who won major religious freedom cases at the U.S. Supreme Court involving COVID restrictions on churches and places of worship, and a nine-to-nothing decision this year involving religious speech. This amendment contains the necessary language to protect religious freedom. The federal version of this amendment is the basis for our class action injunctions protecting the religious freedom of our service members. 
Religious freedom is a fundamental right which warrants the highest level of protection. Okay. Now, Matt Staver is a good guy. Liberty Council is a great organization. But still, nobody has addressed Jan Morgan's concern about some sort of exception to our First Amendment right to freedom of religion for some kind of uh, compelling government interest. That's, but that you know, I, I'm not, I'm not giving up here. Um, the next day, Wednesday, November second, on Senator Rapert's uh, Facebook page, he quotes letter from Jerry Cox, president of the Family Council. Now, I guess I guess this is the point where I have to explain that I've got an issue with Jerry Cox. And um, this is not a Matthew 18 go to a brother privately and hash it out deal. Not in the least. This is a very public thing. Because my issue with Jerry Cox is not a private matter, it's a public matter. Back in April of this year, the Arkansas Family Council presented the Leadership Worldview Summit. And I'll get back to issue three in a minute. The Leadership Worldview Summit, a two-day event for leaders to learn more about the issues. And... It was all about fighting back against the godless worldview of critical race theory and transgenderism and wokeness and all that kind of stuff. And it has some really good speakers, one of whom I know personally. But right in the middle of it, Jerry Cox allowed Governor Asa Hutchinson to give some words of encouragement. Now, Governor Asa Hutchinson is all about transgenderism. He is a very big supporter and proponent of transgenderism. Governor Asa Hutchinson vetoed a bill to outlaw puberty blockers, sterilization of children, and he publicly said that he believes the medical experts who tell him that if children have gender dysphoria, it is wrong to keep these minor prepubescent children from transitioning to the opposite gender. And so Jerry Cox let the fox into the hen house. Jerry Cox let Governor Asa Hutchinson masquerade as someone encouraging Christian leaders to stand up against the worldview that he is firmly supporting. 
And I called him out then, and I'm calling him out now. So, you know, forgive me if I don't just, you know, I used to. You know, they, they put out the voters' guides, right? I used to uncritically accept whatever the family council said, but I can't do that anymore. And that's why. Now, if they get this issue right, then good for them. Great. But, you know, having Governor Hutchinson in the middle of that that seminar was just unconscionable. And I don't know why Jerry Cox would would allow something like that, but he did. But he did. Okay, so Senator Rayford on Wednesday, November 2nd, copied what the Family Council says about ballot issue number three and put it on a Facebook post. Okay? So here's what it says. Here is the truth about ballot issue three. Winston Churchill is credited with saying, a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth even gets its pants on. Unfortunately, this seems to be the case with Religious Freedom Amendment Issue 3. Gossip and lies about the measure have made the rounds on social media much more than the truth has. Here's the truth about Issue 3. Issue 3 is a good amendment that will protect the free exercise of religion in Arkansas. That is why attorneys have focused on the family, Family Research Council Action, Alliance Defending Freedom, and Liberty Council have all endorsed Issue 3. And that is why liberals at the ACLU and atheists at the Freedom From Religion Foundation oppose Issue 3. The Arkansas Baptist State Convention and Family Council Action Committee also have endorsed the amendment. Unfortunately, some conservatives, including a few of our friends on social media, have claimed that Issue 3 will give the government more power to restrict religious freedom. A self-proclaimed constitutional expert from Florida has posted videos online making that claim. Okay, I haven't seen any of the videos he's talking about. I shared with you what Jan Morgan said, and we'll see if anybody answers her concerns, which I don't think have anything to do with gossip and lies, but I digress. So Jerry Cox's article, which uh, Senator Rapert features on his Facebook post, says, But stop and ask yourself. If Issue 3 makes it easier to restrict religious freedom, then why would the Freedom From Religion Foundation oppose Issue 3? They attack the free exercise of religion every time they have the opportunity. Well, it's a good question. I don't know. You tell me. What seems to bother some people is that Issue 3 says the government may burden the free exercise of religion if it has a compelling governmental interest 
at stake and it behaves in the least restrictive manner possible. Yes, that does bother us. But I digress. Jerry continues, I understand why some people would ask questions about this language, but here's why Issue 3 contains that exception. Over the past 200 years, courts have had to address situations where cult leaders wanted to commit crimes in the name of their religion, where cities and counties denied building permits to churches, and where conscientious objectors wanted to avoid military service during times of war. In situations like these, courts traditionally asked two questions. First, does the government have a compelling interest at stake in this situation, like providing for national defense or protecting people from violent crime? And second, can the government protect that compelling interest while burdening the free exercise of religion as little as possible? Under this test, cult leaders who broke the law went to prison. Conscientious objectors in the military were, were assigned to non-combat duties, and churches that were denied a building permit typically were allowed to build anyway. In the 1980s and 1990s, courts began abandoning that standard and issuing rulings that made it easier for the government to run roughshod over religious freedom, even when it did not have a compelling interest at stake or could operate in a less restrictive manner. In response, states began passing laws like Issue 3 to protect religious freedom. In fact, Arkansas passed a religious freedom law similar to Issue 3 in 2015. Issue 3 simply improves on that good law, and it writes the protections into the Arkansas Constitution. Really? How does it improve on that good law? Maybe you'll say. If Issue 3 fails to pass this year, it probably will be because conservatives who did not understand the amendment sided with the ACLU and the Freedom From Religion Foundation in voting against the measure. Well, wait, Jerry, Jerry. How does it improve on that good law? He says, normally when we disagree with our friends, we simply agree to disagree. In this case, I have to tell you why I am standing with a growing list of highly credible Christian organizations that support Issue 3 and why I am voting for Issue 3 and urging everyone else to do the same. If you have questions about Issue 3, please feel free to reach out to me or my staff Sincerely, Jerry Cox, Family Council President. So he says it improves on the good law. The legislature passed in 2015 the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment, but he doesn't say how it improves. Well, that's frustrating. Okay. So I'm looking at some of the the comments. People responded to Senator Rapert's uh, copying and pasting Jerry Cox's article into his Facebook post. 
and uh, they ask questions, and Senator Apert answers the questions. And, and this this is where it gets pretty interesting. Not even going to lie, fam. This is where it gets pretty interesting. And that's coming up in just a moment. But let me just ask you a question. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? How about your blood sugar? Are you experiencing dizziness or vertigo? How about psoriasis? How about migraines? The Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. They sure helped me. I had migraines. I had hay fever. Let me tell you how it works. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it is designed to do. Now, I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away, and it has never come back. And the migraines went away and didn't come back either. Again, if you're suffering from sinus conditions, allergies, vertigo, blood sugar issues, psoriasis, migraines even, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Cervical Center, 501-279-2009 for a free consultation. They've helped me. They've helped my wife. They've helped so many people that we know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number again for your free consultation, 501-279-2009. Or just go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. And thanks again to Dr. J.R. Crabtree and his wife, Dr. Tanya Crabtree. They are our advertisers, our friends, and our doctors. And we appreciate you guys making this possible. Okay, so we have people who are asking Senator Rapert questions in response to his posting Jerry Cox's article about Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. One lady says, My question is, how does it impose more religious freedom than what we currently have, with or without the exception in this amendment? Senator Rapert says, Please read what I just posted. It reduces the opportunities the government already has to impose on us now, making it harder for them to interfere unless they have a very important need to stop a horrifying event like Satanists performing human sacrifice, marrying child brides, etc. And then she says, thanks for the clarification. So a final question, does current law have this exception already? And that is why this is confusing. Okay. So he doesn't have an answer to that one. But then there is another lady who says, if this issue has been in place when COVID was first happening, would AZA have been able to shut churches because it was in the government's interests? Oh, good question. She says, I just have a problem with anything that gives the government power toward their own interests. That has never helped the people, only government. This, quote, exception, unquote, makes it really questionable. Okay, Senator Raypert has a fascinating response here. 
He says, good question. No. This makes it harder for government to impose on the power government already has taken to burden one's freedom of religion because we changed the wording to say that government cannot burden one's freedom of religion rather than the existing standard that says they cannot substantially burden one's freedom of religion. And that's a big legal difference. Okay, wait a minute. Somebody is finally addressing this? He says, please read all the research on this. I have provided for weeks since you are interested. Okay, I, I'm i sorry, I Senator Rapert, I hardly ever go on Facebook. So this is, you know, the first time seeing of it is on your answer to this question after your post from Wednesday the 2nd. He says, I can tell you this. I know more than most people in this state how evil the ungodly have become. I have fought them personally in federal court for five years now. I want us to have stronger tools to fight them. And this is it. Vote for issue three. He says, attention, Arkansas voters and Christians, you will have an opportunity to vote for stronger religious liberty protections in the state of Arkansas on November 8th, 2022. He says, I hope you will support stronger protections for religious freedom by voting for issue three. Atheist groups oppose the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. Do you want to be on their side? I don't. He says, the Arkansas General Assembly has referred the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment, SJR 14, to the people of Arkansas as a referred constitutional amendment that will be on your ballot during the general election. He says, Arkansas passed the Religious Freedom Restoration Act in 2015. This new amendment simply takes the language of that statute and suggests it be added as an amendment to the Arkansas Constitution while also doing away with the term substantially burden and simply saying government cannot burden our religious freedom without a strong, compelling interest to do so. This would give stronger protections for religious freedom In our state, we do not want any new body of legislators to repeal or strip away our religious freedoms in a future General Assembly. That could happen if we do not have these protections in the Arkansas Constitution. If you want more protection for religious freedom and religious liberty, vote for Issue 3 on your ballot. An article recently included this quote, Act 975, uses the word substantially when referring to burdening a person's religious freedom, while Issue 3 does not. Without that one word, Issue 3 would provide stricter limits on what a government can use as a reason to burden someone's religious rights. He says, as I have said repeatedly, Issue 3 will make it harder to violate an individual's religious freedom in our state. Please take a stand and vote for Issue 3, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. 
And then he says, warning, some groups who do not know the law are purposely trying to confuse people in Arkansas and suggest that this amendment would weaken religious freedom in our state. This is intentionally misleading. Liberal groups like the ACLU and the Freedom from Religion Foundation Atheist Group oppose strengthening our religious freedom protections, and they want people to vote against this amendment. That should give you a big clue to vote for the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. And then he says, here's research to give you more information, and he has a bunch of links. But here's the thing. I don't think that Jan Morgan is trying in any way to distort anything, to give misinformation. I mean, it looks like to me that no one told her, Jan, the phrase compelling governmental interest is already in the law that the Arkansas State Legislature overwhelmingly passed in 2015. So that's already Arkansas State law. Uh, The cow left the barn in 2015 when they passed that. But if you were going to sue the government, you'd have to prove that it substantially burdens your freedom of religion. Now they're taking the word substantially out, so apparently it will make you make it easier for you to sue the government, not that you could afford to. But all you have to prove is that it burdens your freedom of religion. No, I don't like the compelling government interest part, but that's already Arkansas law from 2015, and apparently nobody told Jan Morgan that part. So now what am I supposed to do? I mean, I guess I'll vote for it. But I just... They made me work for this. Nothing in what Jerry Cox of the Family Council said gave me what Senator Rapert just gave me in a response he made to somebody's question in response to his Facebook post. It seems like you'd have a lot more people, a lot less confused if you just said, look, Here's what the Arkansas Religious Freedom Bill said that passed in 2015. And here's how Issue 3 will be stronger than that. But Jerry Cox didn't say that. Arkansas Family Council didn't say that. They just said, well, it improves that good law. How? Just trust me. And, you know, Rapert had a good point. Would all these Christian legal organizations be in favor of this thing if it was a bad law? Okay. But the thing that stuck in so many of our craws was what Jan said about, hey, 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 what do you mean compelling governmental interest? Who trusts the government? Not me. And I'm like, nope, I don't either. But then when Rapert points out, well, that's, those words are already in the, the bill that we passed in 2015, and we're just taking the word substantial out 
of substantial burden to make it easier for you to sue the government. Oh. Still can't afford to sue the government, but, you know, that's why you have organizations like Alliance Defending Freedom, I guess. Anyway, um, I don't know if this discussion was helpful to anybody. I don't know if it was edifying to anybody. Hope I didn't make too many people mad. Well, I take it back. I mean, if Jerry Cox is mad, you know, oh well. Again, when you call people out publicly, a lot of people say, why didn't you go to him privately? Because Matthew 18 says, you know, well, because this is different. This is more like Paul confronting Peter publicly in front of everybody. Because what Jerry did and allowing Governor Hutchinson to pretend that he agreed with Christians against transgenderism was, I believe, an evil thing. And so that's why I call him out publicly on that. Anyway, that having been said, I guess it's time to say, hit it, Brian! We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Don Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Red River Your Way, the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice online the way you want to and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States of America. All right. So, today's tweet of the day is from a Twitter profile called End Wokeness. And it features a clip from the hapless Joy Reid of MSNBC who tries to make the case that in the word inflation was never really part of the normal lexicon of your average American citizen until Republicans recently taught people the word. Can you believe this? No, no, here she is actually saying it on her MSNBC show, Joy Reid. The people I ever heard you, hear use the word inflation are journalists um, and economists, right? So that is not part of the normal lexicon of the way people talk. So it's interesting that Republicans are doing something they don't normally do, right? Which is not use com- the common tongue, right? Not use just common English to sort of use do on their campaigns like they're doing with crime. But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Yeah. Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it, including on TV, including in newspapers, they've been taught this word and they they sort of wrap this word around whatever it is that they really want to vote, you know, the reasons they really want to vote. (laughs) What an idiot. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Where do you even begin? I mean, I've been hearing about inflation since I was pretty young when Jimmy Carter talked about it all the time. That was a long time ago. I mean, Joy has to be the stupidest person on television today in America. Has to be. Huh? Oh, no, no, no. Not Joy Reid. Nope. It's still Joy Behar. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Notwithstanding what I just played for you, Joy Reid is going to have to go a little ways to be stupider than Joy Behar. I'm sorry, Joy Reid. Joy Behar still has the crown. You got your work cut out for you. (laughs) 
You've been listening to episode 275 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a Terribly Messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X. Bam! That's the way it is. Friday, November 4th, 2022.